In the National Football League, helmet-hitting offenses are considered especially heinous. In Cleveland, Ohio, a dedicated podcast that investigates these are an elite squad known as the Dogs of War. These are their stories. Alrighty. We're on. We got a lot going on this week. We are recording in Raleigh, aka me's apartment. Well, first off, welcome to episode, what are we on? 16? 16. 16 of the Dogs of War podcast. I'm your host, Raleigh, along with my co host, Kevin. We are in ground zero of the battle with the Rally Rat. That's the name we gave the rat that is plaguing my apartment scaring my girlfriend that terror has transferred to me in the 16 days it's been going on and uh yeah up to that long already dude it's since the first banana bite yeah this thing is playing with you guys so hard right now it's gotten stronger it's had so much goddamn potassium uh anywho and then yeah the whole we beat pittsburgh miles garrett suspended indefinitely thing so a lot to talk about this episode only the Cleveland Browns could make me miserable after beating the Steelers and Ravens in the same season for the first time in ever. It is ever, isn't it? Something like that, or at least since we came back. Uh, well, That was a loss. Dude, by all means, that should have been like the happiest day of all time. By the time this comes out, it's Wednesday right now, if you're listening to this. Every hot take has already been given. Everyone who's even half a fan has already read and listened to every single thing about Garrett and Ogajobi and Rudolph and Pouncey. So there's nothing new we can really offer to this. Other than that would happen to us. I kind of blame my mom. I told her after... it's happened like four times where she texts me before a game's over like, yay, I'm so happy for you. Wow. And... Shit hits the fan. We lost to Oakland last year on something stupid. Uh, something else I can't remember. This year, the beginning of the season, when the Browns started off with a great drive against Tennessee, she said she was so happy for me. And then I just read that later, like, Ma, this is on you. So she thought she was safe to text me when there were six seconds left in the game. We're up two scores. And no. So, Mom, if you're listening to this, I'll talk to you Thanksgiving, I guess. We've been through some hell obviously, as fans of this franchise. 0-16, 3-13, 1-15, we've seen it all. That, and I said this already once this season about another game on this podcast, that was the angriest, most embarrassed, most disappointed I've ever been as a Browns fan. The end of that game? After that game, I've never been more horrified of my fandom after that shit thing is, and I'm not just saying this as a homer, but Garrett is such a genuine good guy. He's not a dirty player. That's what's plaguing me right now is the dude, as far as I know, 
doesn't even really like go out and party. He writes poetry. That's he, like his biggest hobby. He, he like reads it on air. He's never been in trouble. He does that thing where the, the, the Water Boys Foundation, where they're putting a bunch of water in like third world countries or whatever. All this stuff he does, and like he literally snapped from reality. Loves dinosaurs. Lost his mind. Like something happened. That was the most brutal incident I've he, seen he, in. He broke from sports. reality. His, uh, his brain just. I keep shivering thinking he, he about snapped. it. He snapped. And like, my, like he legitimately had a mental snap. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. If the NFL got got erased somehow, that'd be the worst thing ever. But it's got to happen. I mean, it's a violent sport, and he does violent things. He's pretty clean with it most of the time. But every now and then, uh, I don't know what Mason Rudolph did. I, to- I mean, that was the most outrageous thing I've ever seen in football. God. Thank God he hit him with the bottom of the helmet, not the crown. He took a full wind-up swing. It wasn't a full wind-up swing. It was a, it was an it was arm a, swing. He started from behind him and went up and around. Yeah, but it's like a wind-up. It's not like he put his body weight into it. It's just a little jab. Here are two things that people have been arguing about everywhere. One, Mason Rudolph started this. Yes. Correct. Garrett finished it. Correct. In a way he shouldn't have. Yeah, it's... I think the the general consensus is Miles shouldn't have done what he did in that fit of rage, but Mason Rudolph is an absolute bitch. Excuse my language. The people saying, okay, first of all, I, I am I am furious at Garrett. I, I I'm horrified that he did that. I'm so angry. Now we lose him for the season, and they're talking about trying to get him a few games next year. Whatever. But that being said, the people that were out there saying he should be arrested and charged with assault, just get off my front lawn. I mean... <laughs> Are you out of your minds? I mean, I, I disagree with them, respectively, but I don't think it's that crazy of a... I mean, if he did the same thing, what he did there in a bar... Yes. Yes. Right. But people are like, you should so, be arrested. Like, that, so, he did that. So, so he did that... In a game after he already put a hard tackle on someone. I saw, he was beating Rudolph up the entire night, legally. But he was all over him all night long. I think they're going to be okay, dude. I think that team, well, there are a lot of questionable hits on the uh, above the neck in that game. Demarius. Demarius was that bad. That was absurd. That was horrible, too. Did he get suspended? No. Hey. So... People that were calling for Rudolph to be suspended, no. I want to play him again in two weeks. Yeah, I was thinking that like, too. I don't want him suspended. Like We want to play him again in two weeks. Let's embarrass him. It's just bad, man. I mean, you know, this rivalry, they already flexed the game out of the uh, 430 spot. It's back up to a 1 p.m. start now. What was the reason behind that? They didn't give one, but I'm pretty sure it's we don't want the whole country watching this shit show in case something happens again. Yeah, that's what's actually got me nervous. Like, please don't no, put, it, don't hurt the, Baker. The, the NFL, the coaches, there's going to be some long talks given to these teams before. And if you sneeze on, if you look at someone wrong, you're probably just going to get tossed. There's going to be just like, this is going to be, they talk about zero tolerance. This is going to be like, you boys behave. Thin ice. Which it should be. Um, yeah, so I'm bummed out that Garrett did that. And I don't know. So, you know, there's a few idiots out there that were trying to say that what he did wasn't bad 
or wasn't that big of a deal, it's a big fucking deal. Well, it was, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't know. It's I can't pass total judgment on a situation I've never been in where you are trained to hit a man every play, every play, every play. He starts trying to rip his helmet off when Garrett's on top of him. Garrett loses it, rips his off, and then he's got two guys on him, and this little punk keeps coming back for more. I'm just saying, in a fit of rage, I can see that happening. I'm glad it doesn't happen very often. I'm glad it's the first time I've ever seen it. Sucks it has to be against the Steelers when we're beating them and there's six seconds left in a game. But I'm just saying... I can see it happening, things like that, fits of rage in a sport that is pretty barbaric by definition or by nature. He is going to New York to appeal in person today, Wednesday. Godspeed, Miles Garrett. Which is good. I mean, some people would just send their agent or representative, but he's going to go, own up, fess up to it, hopefully get this. He's done for the year, but they're trying to get that indefinitely down to an exact number of games. And other than other news, Antonio Callaway. Got, totally forgot about that. He got cut. I mean, how many chances do you want, man? Uh, he did the marijuana I just, again. I can't even. It's just not even. It's not even. It's funny anymore. Like once you fuck up that many times, yeah. He was about to. He's trying to appeal a ten game suspension. So I mean, fool me once. Fool me 50 times. They're not going through Josh Gordon 2.0. I just had a sick line. I was going to say, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me five times. You're Josh Gordon. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That'd be a good t-shirt, too. (laughs) But, I mean, what are you going to do, man? He he showed up late to the game. That's why they benched him for that game. Uh, They said he was a complete asshole about that whole situation. And then then he popped positive for something again. Assume it's allegedly maybe marijuana. The devil's lettuce. It, I mean, what do you want to do? So, well, oh, want a cool riddance. take? Cool take from uh, from a Brown specific meme account owner guy, aka me. Right after his original suspension got announced, he went on Instagram Live. I don't know if any of you know what Instagram Live is. I've never really done it, but you can see people go live. I don't really know how to explain it, and it's basically a selfie video where they read the followers' if comments. If you don't know what Instagram Live is. Then you you're pro- some serious problems. That's not true. You can be a normal Very person. Very much true. It's such a nerdy thing. Um, but if you don't know what it is, it's basically a selfie video that's live streaming. And I was up one night late and saw that Antonio Callaway went live. And I looked at it and he was like in the back of the cab with his buddies. Like they were messing around. I, I don't know. It was 2.30 a.m. And it only lasted 30 seconds. But I'm like, dude, you just got suspended. How are you out past midnight with people? It's a matter of time before you get caught again for something stupid. One of the many things that went into him being suspended. So, toodaloo, Antonio. Thank you for your service. Best of luck. See you later. Uh, Positive things. Joe Schobert's badass. Yo, Megan Schobert's husband had the game of his life. That's another bad thing about... This shit that happened with eight seconds left in the game, which I still can't get over eight seconds left. Whole other thing there. Schobert had the game of his life. Yeah. Our defense. My God, he looked good out was there. Was that the best game of our – was that the best game our defense had this year, you think? It were lights out. It had to have been. Four Morgan picks. Burnett. I mean, sad that he tore his Achilles. Like, uh, he had a game of the year, if not the past several years of his career. Schobert had a career game. And that's what, you know, Baker said after. He was like, it sucks that we can't talk about this defense playing lights out. Also, 
we're all over the place right now, but shouts to Baker for his post-game interview on the field. Yeah. He nailed that. He held it down. Um, oh, cool little take. So, heroically, before the game, I got on Instagram and went to Joe Schobert's page. I said, or I made a comment, it's been like 10 years since we've had a pick six. I'm not an armchair quarterback, but please, can you do something about this? He didn't say anything, didn't respond, whatever. He had a game to focus on. Boom, he gets a pick. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. An interception, that's fine. The second interception, he almost took that to the house. They took him down at the five. I'm like, oh, I know he read that comment and said, this one's for you, angry Browns fan. This almost pick six. And congratulations, him and the wife have a kid on the way. Yeah, congrats to Mr. and Mrs. Schobert. Big announcement on the Instagram over the weekend. Yep. Good stuff. The Lord never shuts a door without opening a window or there whatever. So let's. Uh, we had a lot of people call in to give their thoughts on Garrett, the Browns, and everything. So why don't we head into that Muni Lab payphone? Let's do it, Kevin. Leave a message. I only have one thing to say. That's it, thank you. Okay, so we are officially 2-0 with Kareem Hunt. So you know what? We might start winning soon. And my friends are like all clowning me for being a Browns fan. And they stole my Baker Mayfield jersey and hid it somewhere, and I'm still looking for it. But that's okay, because we can't see the haters. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm saying. But the point is, I love the Browns, and yeah, bye. Hey, I just think that the Miles Garrett shit, it was kind of dumb. I mean, I get why he did it, but I think it was overreacted by everyone. But literally, James Harrison was killing the Browns quarterbacks for, like, every year for, like, 10 years. I just think it's ridiculous how, I mean, it blows it out of proportion. But when he kills Colt McCoy and when he kills Muhammad Mathequad, no one cares at all. Just really dumb to me. And then he says that Miles Garrett should get prison time for that. That's just ridiculous to me. That's all my rant. Thanks. I feel as to if Miles Garrett's helmet swing on Mason Rudolph was uncalled for because he gets paid millions of dollars to play the game he loves for a living not to go and try to kill someone. That is mine. That is my opinion. And I feel like the suspension he got is perfectly necessary, but I also don't I don't think Mason Rudolph is the victim. He is if he if it was in Florida, he was actually the aggressor. Miles Garrett was defending himself based on the stand your own ground law. So that is my whole outtake on the Miles Garrett situation. Hey, this is Joshua from Alabama. I have a uh, rat killing strategy for you. Um, you need to get some peanut butter, put it on an apple. And put it down close to wherever you think it's coming out at. Um, sit there as motionly, motionlessly as possible. When it comes out, you pull out your Steelers helmet and hit it on the head. Go Browns. Hey, guys. This is Dave from Maui again. 
I don't know, my coconut telephone thing got screwed up. Anyways, there are a few things in life that I care more about. Browns football, Baker Mayfield's facial hair, and what the hell is going on with that rat? You can't you can't leave us hanging for more than eight hours at a time. We really need more updates. Uh, I suggest, you know, maybe going live and or setting up cameras. You could do something like uh, paranormal activity every time, you know, there's movement in the kitchen. Uh, just, just, a, just a thought. Go Browns. Okay. Thanks again to everyone for calling in. Plenty more opportunities to call in Mila Payphone this year. Don't you worry. Keep them coming. They're getting better every week. They are. You guys are growing. So I'm not, again, by now, it's been almost a week. Every hot take has been said about Browns Steelers. We see them again in a couple weeks. This Sunday, the Miami Dolphins come to town. If we lose this game, I absolutely will film myself jumping off the I-480 bridge. Don't make those absolutes, Kevin. Well, we'll see what happens. But, no, we, if we better win this game by 50 points, even without some key pieces here. That being said, let's not talk about football for a little bit. Let's talk about this rat situation. Because this thing went from, like, one post, kind of a, a, a little joke, to now it's literally taken over your life. To the fact where... Yeah, you are in this apartment by yourself. This rat is now coming out, taking the bait and avoiding all the traps. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys are following the Instagram story, but it somehow set off traps, got away clean. It keeps devouring bananas and dragging them across the apartment, then hiding in its little hole. I wasn't even scared at first, but the terror—it's just—it's toxic. It's contagious, and. The exterminator hasn't uh, finished the job, so I went to Home Depot and got a ton of traps, and now I'm just like, okay, back to the drawing board. Kate's staying at her parents' house in total fear. She wants to move. I'm like, if we move and I don't kill this rat, this rat wins, and I'm going to take that to my grave. I love the idea, though, of the bucket of hell, the bucket of death. Yeah, it's it doesn't seem particularly humane, but I, I don't give a damn i've seen point. it before people have done it before it's very successful you make a little like little runway up to the bucket i'm gonna go macgyver all up in this b word so yeah you've had a rat for two weeks now and it is still eating your bananas and evading your capture yep that's pretty incredible i, I keep a great job documenting it too on the instagram thanks man i keep kind of struggling with being able to laugh at it and then being able like realizing from an outsider's perspective it is funny but my girlfriend is so scared and I feel so bad. She is opening drawers and like shaking. Like I, I'm like, I got it, babe. At this point, I'm just turning on lights, shaking boxes to make sure this thing's not around. She's CC me on CCing me on emails to the landlord. She's just scathing emails. Dude. Are they nasty? Um, they're, she does keep is the a landlord responding. Yes. But I, I don't know what he's supposed to say. Is he going to pay for this? He's paid for our hotel a couple of nights, but it, we we don't know how it's going to shake out. He's paying for the exterminator. The exterminator hasn't done shit. So I'm like, should I send him a bill for the three dollar okay. rat traps I got? Up towards a rent check here, dude. I, that, that's what I'm saying. And Kate, I feel like even if I murder this thing, she's going to want to move anyway. It just doesn't feel like home. The what whole, would happen? All right, so when you... But we have been on a winning streak since this thing's been around. Yeah, so I kind of want to keep this rat going. Well... It came wait, a couple days before the Bills game, and we haven't lost since, knock on wood. But we did, well, then yeah, we did lose. Yeah, that was a big loss. Yeah, I think it's, it's, more of a, it's more of a Kareem Hunt being there. 
thing I think that is positive because if I kill this rat and we lose to the Dolphins, it's not a rally rat. You know what I mean? Rally rally rat. What if when you finally kill this thing, you wait and you don't tell her. You get we're talking about like get like one of those fake rats and put it in like a drawer, dude, and have her open it. But then when she screams and freaks out, you can be like, "Hey, by the way, I actually killed it. This is just my way of telling you." So hear her shriek and freak out and film it and then put that on Instagram and then <laughs> tell her I actually killed it. She would, there's like option A, she stabs me in the neck. Option B, she breaks up with me. Option C, she has a heart attack. But it would be option D, literally all of the above. I don't know what the order would be. Kate, if you're listening. I don't think which one of that is worse than the on, other. Hold on, Kate. I promise I'm swearing in front of everyone you are safe. I am not going to jeopardize our relationship for a cheap laugh. Even though it would be funny, I'm not going to rubber rat you or anything. We're in this together, babe. And I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Now that we got that soppy scene out of the way. So that does it for episode 16. We owed you guys a shorter one this time around. Had some long interviews lately, which were great. But at the same time... I know we promised you guys at the beginning, shorter podcast. So that's what we're going to do here. Miami's coming to town. I'll be there. Are you going to be there? I don't know. Nah, I'm probably going to be finding a new apartment. Well, I'll be there. And I'll be in the Muni lot. So hope to see you all there. That does it for now. Go Browns. Let's not get hurt or suspended this weekend. Please beat Miami. Good night, Cleveland. Hey!